that happened, um, I think I uh, speak for us all, and I'll say I'll be numb. I'm recording this the morning after. Um, what will unfortunately go down in in the pantheon of of shocking and bad losses. Um, if you were, you know, living under a rock, or frankly, if you thought we were just going to kneel the ball to win the game yesterday, obviously, I'm, I'm talking about the uh, the decision not to do that, uh, and in the subsequent loss to uh, to Georgia Tech, um, that it's going to be, you know, I mean, I'm trying to make sense of this. That is part of what <laughs> this hit is. Um, and yeah, like you can tell it's it's been you know twelve hours or whatever. I'm still a little speechless here. Um, oh, by the way, this is Vish from Six Weeks Cage Show. I think hopefully, y'all know my voice at this point because we've been going for a while here. But uh, yeah, this is part of our. Man, we had us big ideas to roll out some podcast only content, and boy, did I get a doozy of a topic to start with here. So just to try to put some some context around, you know. What, what happened last night and, and hopefully talk a little bit about where, where we go from here. Cause I mean, there's seven games left and it's hard to, uh, to get back up off the mat after something like that. And, and we have to do that, but you know, first back to last night, this is just make no mistake. This is going to go, this is going to eclipse the FIU loss, the middle Tennessee loss. This, this is the worst, this is the worst thing, the worst loss we've, we've had in program history. And it's, a combination of things like Georgia Tech is not not a good team. They are a major conference team. They're not they're not a, they're not a team you should really be in a close game with. But then, I mean, you're never going to get past the you could just kneel the ball thing and and it's and and you know I see people saying oh it happened with him in Oregon. I mean Stanford had a timeout there. They would have gotten the ball back with some time left. Frankly, about as much time as Georgia Tech had to go win this game after the not fumble, which we'll get to in a second, but. Um, you know, there's no, there's no comparability for this. And, and unfortunately, you know, we have to now live with that and, and this, this program has to live with it. And it's just, it's one of those things like this is never going away. And I, I don't, I don't think, you know, everyone realizes how, how, I don't want to say program defining because again, we're going to talk about where we go from here, but how, like, how historically awful what happened last night was, and and I, I just want to put some some context around it because these things do happen, but this thing doesn't happen, and um, these things happen because, you know, when they when they do, when there are clock mismanagements, and certainly Mars on the first person to mismanage the clock, it's generally like a quick change situation, or you know, a quarterback doesn't spike the ball when he should have, or use the timeout incorrectly. This was this was three running plays that did not have to be run. Three. I mean, it's completely inexcusable, and 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 they even called a timeout in there. So just for some simple math here, when we when we got the previous first down, there was 157 left in the game. At that point, you have four play clocks because um, you have the, the play clock after getting the first down, then the play clock after first down, after second down, after third down. So you have four play clocks. That is 40 seconds of play clock. That is two minutes and 40 seconds just on the play clocks. Now, 
they call timeout on one of those, so you chop that off. We're still under the two-minute mark, and two minutes is the magic mark there because two, two minutes is three full play clocks to get after first, after second, after third. So the game was over, and I think obviously everyone knows that now, but, but um, you know, it wasn't a situation where... Um, it wasn't a situation where, um, you know, it was a quick change situation. Like we previously on the previous play, if you recall, before that last three plays, we had gotten the first down, Cheney had gotten it, and then they reviewed it and pulled it back. There was all of this time to think about it. In fact, in in the stand there, we were t- I was talking about how, you know, the ACC, the the, the officials are going to move this ball back to try and screw us. But if we just get the first down, it helps us now. The downside to that was we came up short. Georgia Tech still had that last timeout. They call that, and they get the ball back with, with you know, a minute 40 left. Like, that's that's plenty of time for them to go down and score. So, in theory, that gave them their only chance to win. So, I was like, this is crap, but if we get the first down now, we can take a knee. So, there was plenty of time to think about, like, okay, what's this next sequence? And to know if you get get that last yard, the game is over. Just take a knee. And, and he still mismanaged it. And then they called timeout. After after the first down run, so there was now second down, and and he he just I mean I don't even know what to say. He after at that that point again you can just take a knee, and now we're in a timeout situation. There's two plays left, and and you're in a situation where you just have to nail the ball, and and he didn't didn't do it. And then I mean, look, he came out with some kind of an explanation, you know, around. Um, he had to recalibrate after this. And I mean, that's all just, that's nonsense. There's no, there's not going to be an explanation for this. And I don't think anyone needs one from him because it's, there's nothing acceptable. What what he needs to do is just, you know, he, he needs to go apologize to the team. These players are crushed. He needs to own his mistake like an adult. It's an egregious mistake and then move the team forward. Um, but he, he needs to own it. Like any kind of like, well, you know, two hands on the ball or this or that. Um, that, that is going to, if, 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 if we obfuscate, if he does, I'm going to talk about the fact that Cheney was clearly down for several seconds before the ball came out and, and, and all of that in a second. But if the, the coach who chose not to kneel it just needs to go and go in front of these kids and say, look, this, I lost this game for us. And, you know, I'm going to be better. I'm going to learn from it. We all make mistakes. And and own it and he'll earn more respect from the players doing that than any kind of other explanation he's going to pretend to give um i will also say um um, the offensive coordinator shannon dawson is not blameless in this i don't know why he's signaling and running plays like he should also know the clock and i will say the one thing assuming they were intentionally and you know there's some there's some talk that and this might be true might not be because there is no explanation for what happened that they were trying to get Don Chaney 100 yards. Um, if if that is the case, then then um, then you know that is just in keeping with what I think we saw the entire game yesterday, which is this this is a they'll never admit it. They didn't take the opponent seriously, and you could see that from the first drive. There's a lot of like little trickery, little refusing to sit there and just run the ball against a team that has a terrible run defense. And by the way, a team that in the second half played good run defense, but in the first half they did not. And it was pretty clear that it could have just run over them. And instead, so we're forcing the throw. 
It did lead to picks. It led to to punts. It was it was an ugly game, and a lot of it was our approach. Um, and I do think we overlooked the opponent. I think we thought we could win. And I think if they're really trying to get Cheney to 100 yards, it's just an extension of that. It's an extension of of not taking the game seriously. Like you have to win the game in that instance, and instead they're handing it off for. Uh, assumingly getting him a hundred yards. I don't, otherwise they just can't do simple math. I mean, I don't know what's a better explanation or what paints them in a better light, but I don't think they ever took this opponent seriously. There was a lot of screwing around in the first half to kill drives. And, and I, I think, you know, Shannon Dawson owns a lot of this as well for, I mean, there's just, there's just a lot, lot here. And, and, and the fact that we have an entire operation of people that are that are calling in, you know, run plays here three times is just it's egregious. And and look, while Mario needs to go in front of the team, you know, own the loss, be black and white about it. I lost this game for us. And tell him like it won't happen again. I'm gonna learn from this. We're all we never stop learning. You know, give him that kind of a speech because it's needed to mentally recover this team. We need to recognize that. This man is paid $8 million a year, and this is not a learning on the job type of thing. And the level of egregious error he made is not something you learn from. And and while he needs to tell the team he's going to learn from it, this is not learning experience type of mistakes. These are these are junior high school assistant coach type of mistakes. Like this is not acceptable in any way, shape, or form. And you know, he's gonna have to somehow keep this team together and keep it moving forward. A team that, by the way, I still think is a good football team. I mean, we're going to, I'm going to unpack this game a little bit more here. Um, probably, and then, uh, you know, we'll have the full six rings cane show on Monday night. And I'm sure there'll be a lot more of, of the bloodletting here. Um, but the, but I mean, this is, this is a, this is a game in which you, you know, into that end sequence, it was f- almost 300 yards of difference between the two teams. I mean, this, and you're only up three points. It's just, you know, it's hard to be in that situation, like to, to manage a game into that situation. And, and there's a lot of blame to go around the, the, the interceptions. Um, some really awful play calling in, in situationals, uh, in short yardage, the refusal to run the ball in the first half. Um, and of course, just the, uh, the myriad of phantom penalties and and look when you're the team that didn't kneel the ball no one wants to hear any of this um but don cheney's elbow was down then his shoulder was down his knee might have also been down it's hard to see that angle and then the georgia tech player ripped the ball out and you know that is the difference between the between us saying i cannot believe we didn't kneel the ball we got away with it and losing and and you know i i mean he's clearly down it's a criminally missed call it's it is the officiating equivalent of what mario did by not nailing the ball but again you know this is a this is a responsibility business and a responsibility sport and when you only have to put your knee on the ground to win the game no one is going to have sympathy for all the other stuff that went on the made-up call on Corey Flagg, the touchdown called back for a holding that didn't exist. 
Um, they're fumbling when they were driving inside the five and the ref just giving them a do-over. Like, I don't understand what any of that is. And and so, so when when you when you see all of that happening, like all of that, and then you know, the icing on the cake was the 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 critical fumble. It's the 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 fumble that happened when you need when we chose not to kneel the ball was clearly not a fumble and and i have not seen anyone actually argue that it was a fumble all i've seen is well it doesn't matter you deserved it for not kneeling which i don't really agree with um we obviously shouldn't kneel the ball but that doesn't mean the officials don't have to do their job and and so i mean all of that coming together this is just it's a devastating loss obviously it is a historically awful loss it's one that we're gonna live with forever. I mean, when you when you look at the like, they still play the Doug Flutie play. Like, this is way worse. This is way worse. And this is one of the we're forever going to be the program that didn't kneel the ball against Georgia Tech. I think we just it, I don't know if that's gonna sink in on everyone immediately, but I mean that 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 is that is a fact, and and that's something we have to own forever. Um, so it's obviously very disappointing because you know everything went against the team. I mentioned all the the bad penalties that were that were not that cost us you know a good fourteen points just on two of them, two of the officiating blunders. It's obviously not finishing drives, some bad interceptions, not sticking with the running game in the first half, and we probably could have just put the game away. All of that to to be up by that many yards on them and not. And only be up three points is, is pretty insane. And actually, if you look through like what transpired to lead up to that end sequence, it's everything that happens when you blow a game like this. Because let's be real, like Miami is a better team than Georgia Tech. And it was obvious on the field, but kudos to those kids. They hung in there. They hung in there with some help from the stripes. They hung in there with some help from Miami. Um, and so they also tackled really well, which is something they had not done this year. And so there was not, you know, there were, we were grinding out those five, six yard carries, but not getting a lot of those big ones. And those big ones were, were kind of Georgia Tech's Achilles heel. But with all that being said, you, you get the ball back on that last drive up three. And frankly, it was one of the best drives we had in this game. We ran the clock all the way out. They used all three of their timeouts. We just had to kneel it and we didn't do it. But that drive up to that point was how you got one of these games out. And frankly, the whole rest of that game was how you lose one of these games. And so for the kids to be able to overcome all that, stick with it, and to really muscle up on that last drive and own the offensive I mean, that was that was good stuff. That's what you want to see for the program to progress forward is, is hey, there's six minutes left. We're going to get the ball. They're not getting it back. Let's just grind this thing down. And we did it. And then to just throw it away is so heartbreaking and and i i don't know these these kids they get i mean they're tough they're resilient i think we have a lot of high character guys that's going to be tested so we, we look ahead to north carolina next week um you know these they're gonna get up off the mat like i said i think a lot of it's gonna have to come from mario like he's got to get in front of that team and be be a man about this and accept responsibility doesn't owe us an explanation doesn't owe us anything but those kids, he damn well owes them an explanation for the amount of work they put in. I mean, you start talking in the spring about, man, we want to be the tougher team in the fourth quarter. You go through those extra reps in the gym. You do all of that. And they did that. They were the tougher team at the end. And, and the coach took the game away from them. And and that that is 
is you know inexcusable. It's something that's going to be difficult for Mario to to um to overcome. Um, and he's going to have to do it very quickly. So, um, um, and so I, I I don't know how how you repair this. I mean, I'm sure the kids just want to get back out there and win a game. And again, I think this is a very good team, and I think that matters because this is a team that can win that can win games um and that can beat people and they're certainly capable of beating north carolina next week so as we kind of look at that then um um yeah i mean he's got to somehow get them mentally prepared to play the game i think the physical you know the physical the execution i mean we're, we i'm not gonna spend a lot of time this is probably something a topic for monday show talking about how poor tbd played but I think this is a this is a tough team and a good team with the players in place to keep winning games this year, but this could also mentally cripple you. And we saw last year, you know, Middle Tennessee State kind of took the air out of the team. Um and so I I I mean that that is the job that Mario has to do today, really. Um they talk about 24 hour rule and all these cliches like that. I mean, this is again historic. Um and so so, I mean, there's nothing else that really parallels to this. This is not a situation where, like, oof, we had a heartbreaking loss. Let's just, you know, this is this, this is a game we won and then the coach lost. And, you know, it's it, – and the coach didn't lose it by, like, again, misusing a timeout or anything. He lost it by not taking a knee. And it is it is unprecedented. No one's ever had to get up off the mat after something like this. And going to Chapel Hill next week, you know, it's a big game. Um one of the good things of losing to a team that is that's bad is they're not really going to compete with you for the ACC. So, I mean, you're literally just like going to have one of the worst losses in the country this year um, in terms of the opponent and then historically awful loss in terms of how it happened. And so, you know, it's six days away night game in Chapel Hill is an opportunity to to not redeem yourself but to to get the ship righted because let's be real like you don't come back you don't redeem this this is there forever um and yeah I'm still trying to wrap wrap my head around it a little bit um and you know I think with time we'll all recognize the historical nature of what happened last night and and the fact that it unfolded so slowly it's it is it is a brutal brutal thing to come back from and for the players you know it's even worse because in addition to what we're all looking at they're thinking about when i missed this block in the first quarter when i made this mistake when i and and and, you know because any fine margin there would have would have mattered and you know it's and they should be doing that that analysis coming off of a win and they're not um and yeah this is this is i think in terms of of quality of opponent this is a very bad loss in terms of how it happened it's the worst loss in school history this is not a situation where where you didn't show up against a bad team although that did happen this is a situation in which you 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. You um you, you you just didn't nail the ball. I mean, it's it's almost hard to even say that. Um, now I I will again say that you know that doesn't excuse the officials. Clearly, just ignoring that it wasn't a fumble. Like you don't get to say, well, you should have kneeled it. Therefore, I'm going to give the other team the ball. Like I don't know what that is, and we're never going to get a satisfactory explanation because you can always lean on well, the call stands, so there wasn't evidence, but there clearly was. I mean, you're not going to get clearer evidence than that, and I. And I think the entire end sequence was them trying to give Georgia Tech an opportunity. They they moved the ball back previously and took away a first down when there wasn't an angle. Um, then obviously we got the first down again, which led to the kneel sequence. Um, I I mean it felt it felt like this whole the whole um, yeah that they just they did and obviously like that I haven't really even mentioned that they went down the field in three plays after the first play was an incompletion was really two passes. Um, obviously cam slipped on the last play, but it's just, you know, the defense, there's no way they mentally thought they had to go back out there again. It's fine for them to say, be ready, be ready. I mean, when you're in Neil's situation, the, the, your, your, your head's kind of not in the game. So for them to have to go out there and play, you still shouldn't have given those two passes up, but it's all just, I mean, it is that is one of the crazier games you'll ever see just from how it got to that point. And then obviously the end sequence as well. Um, but, you know, um, it's 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 something where the, the team is now four and one instead of five and oh, and whatever the record is, there's one extra loss that just shouldn't exist. And. That that is that's that is something that that the coach has to own, that the the team has to own, and and they're going to be looking up at the standings the rest of the season now because of this. Um, and it's the one that got away. Um, and and because they didn't kneel it, and you know I keep repeating myself. I just I can't even. I'm like giggling to like it's just it's a laugh. So I don't cry situation. Like how do you not kneel the ball? Um, anyway. I mean, that's where I'm sitting on this Sunday morning. Um, you know, North Carolina is a winnable game on the road if we're mentally there. Um, we need to mentally be prepared to play. If we get up off the mat and, and play a good game, we, we can win that game. And then, you know, that, and then you get you get that fifth win, and then you come back to Miami and host Clemson. Like, there's, there's plenty of opportunity to – to win games here down the stretch and, and, and have a really good season, but whatever it finishes with, there's an extra loss on there that shouldn't be there. And, you know, for, for the, the context of the overall program, I mean, this is a, this is a program that has spent 
the better part of the last two decades finding new and egregious ways to to to, to lose games and to, to hurt the the fan base and in, in this instance i mean this is the this is never this is i mean this is this is never going to be topped you can't you can't top this um and i mean even just thinking back to recent ones there was the off the upright against virginia um in manny diaz's last year i mean this is it's just like but those are all like things that happen in football not nailing it is not one of those things and we look at the whole overall end sequence of they moved the ball back so it was third down and then the first down should have iced the game and didn't take knees and all of that then the two plays to get all the way down the field i mean it felt like just you know karma and 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 you shouldn't have karma for a coach making a boneheaded decision not to nail the ball, but it felt like it was almost like we were going to get punished for that because, again, Cheney didn't fumble, clearly didn't fumble. Like, if you haven't seen, there's, there's, a, there's a back view of it where he clearly didn't fumble and the umpire standing right there, and actually the umpire signaled him down. The line judge came in from the side who did not have a good angle and called a fumble. And then, um, and then obviously went to the replay and saw all of those angles. And even on the big screen at the stadium, you could see his elbow was down. So I, I, I mean, but it felt like almost like they decided to punish us for having the audacity not to nail it. And you know that's not a thing. And and so there's just it is it is of historic proportions there. Um, and we'll uh, have to see how the team responds next week. There's seven games left. There's seven conference games left. Um, only two more, two, three more home games, uh, four road games, all four of the road conference lots. And still got to go to Florida State, which is, you know, they can still do. I think there's there's a dichotomy here in that you're never going to get past this from the standpoint of you own it now. Um, you own this game, and 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 it's there forever, and it's it doesn't. It doesn't matter where you go from here. You're still the team that didn't kneel it. And um, in that sense, you can have great results down the road, but nothing will ever erase the incompetence that we saw last night. And so we now own own this as a program. We're that team. We didn't kneel the ball. Um, and 10 years from now, we're going to be the team that didn't kneel the ball against Georgia Tech. And that's the reality of it. With that said, to put a little bit of a – and a little bit more of a high note, you know, there's a lot of football – left if you have to lose conference games you'd rather lose to the worst teams just overall um you know there's an opportunity to go to north carolina next week and uh and beat a good north carolina team that's undefeated and and kind of put the season back on track there's a lot of football left to be played i do believe we're a good football team i really do believe that and so you know we just got to show it show it next week and then you get clemson back home you know, there's opportunities to stack some stuff together here. And, and you know, if you end up this month, I, you know, if you, you can you can win three games in a row here and get this thing, you know, to to seven and one and be sitting there still breathing. And that's what they got to do. And mentally, that means fl- partially owning responsibility for this. I know, you know, 24-year-old don't talk about it. No, you have to own it. You have to own responsibility. That's leadership. You accept that responsibility for what you did. It was egregious. And from there, you're able to then 
move forward and work on the task at hand of beating North Carolina because we can certainly do that. Um, I mean, that's all I got on this Sunday morning. I am, I'm stunned still. I mean, it's gonna, it's just, you know, it's one of those things. It, it's, it's, it's a tragedy in, in a sports context, obviously, but it's a tragedy. And now it's just, it's just a matter of, you know, hopefully getting back up off the mat and beating North Carolina, um, beating North Carolina next week. Um, and then, you know, it will feel a lot better at that point And we keep moving forward. Um, these games are going to be played, whether we're in the mood to play them or not. And it's four and one, it's not, it's not one and four. So let's go out there and, uh, beat, beat North Carolina. And you can still do a lot of really good things this season, but you're not going to erase this. Um, that said, we'll have a lot more on this on um, Monday 6 Rins Kane Show. It's at 8.30 on YouTube, and it also goes out on this podcast feed. So if you've not subscribed, make sure you do that. You can get this podcast anywhere that podcasts are, are made. And, um, yeah, we'll, we'll be there with at 8.30 on, on Monday. Blue, DJ, Jazz, myself. I, I mean, I don't know where mentally I'm going to be at that point right now. I'm pretty much just gone. Um, but... You know, again, seven games left on the North Carolina. Let's see if they can get the win there. Um, we'll see you all on the YouTube show, 8.30 on Monday. And uh, go Canes. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue. All in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.